Parsha Themes is for inspired people like you who are looking for engaging and relevant Parsha and Moedim thoughts. Our weekly discussions focus on uplifting thoughts and actionable ideas that will upgrade your Avodah Hashem and enhance your Shabbos and Yantav table. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and it's an honor to have you with me here today. Welcome to some Torah thoughts from the Vilna Gaon. We're going to cover Parshas by Yakel and Pekude. They often come together, not every year, um, and not specifically this year either, but uh, there's, again, an overlap between the Parshios, and I think they could be treated together uh, in a much more meaningful way right now. So, we have Parak Lamed Hay, Pasuk Beis, and Vayakel, Vayom HaShvi Yelechem Kodesh. Shabbos is very holy. So, we know Chazal tell us that Shabbos is a time for oneg, pleasure, and it's a mitzvah to eat and drink, and it's also a mitzvah to learn on Shabbos. And the Grah said that you should be careful to make sure that you spend more time learning than eating and feasting, because what you do... Uh, as a hergal, whatever becomes your habit is something that carries on throughout the rest of the day. And so that's what it means that Shabbos becomes holy. Shabbos is meant to be a holy day so that it's a paradigm for the rest of the week that you will follow. And um, the secondary thing is going to be the eating and the drinking. There is a very interesting Kabbalistic idea about the Lechem Apanim. And we have in Parak Lamed Hei Pasuk Yud Gimel talks about the Lechem Apanim. And there's actually a Machlokas in the Gemara and Brachas how to read the Gemara as to what the mitzvah is. Uh, it's a Machlokas between Rashi and the Rashba, and it's a very fascinating one. We're not going to go into it fully, but basically the in the Maiser Rav, which is the Halacha Sefer of the, of the Vilna Gon, written by his Talmidim, so it talks about that we all know that on Shabbos you're supposed to use Lechem Mishnah. You're supposed to use two uh, Chalos. However, um, there's an Indian, according to the Grah, um, that he would actually use s- six chalas throughout Shabbos. So, meaning that on Friday night he would use two, on Shabbos day he would use two, and for Shabbos shows he would use two, and each of those he would cut. So the first night he would cut um, them in half, and then you would have, so you would have four uh, four halves of challah, and then on Shabbos morning, the Suda, he would cut it in half, so you had eight, and then at Shabbos you have another four, which is 12, and that's the Indian of having 12 trace our ampid, just like the, the Lechem Apanim had 12. And that's how the Grah understands um, this Gemara and Brachas and the Shittas Arashba as well. And um, the Grah also held that you're supposed to split whatever, however many Chalas you have there, that's, that's how many you should split. But see, there are some Akubalim that hold that you're supposed to have uh, multiple rolls, maybe six rolls for every single uh, meal, and then cut them into 12. But what's, what's going on? What's going on is that when a person eats, he's supposed to remind himself that he's at he's at he's eating for the, a holy purpose, and so we remind ourselves of lechem apanim, which were twelve loaves that were up there, in order to remind ourselves that our that our eating should be holy. Now, of course, we're human, and just like we talked about using Shabbos for learning, that's great. But you know, we have a body, and our body is stimulated by physical pleasure, and that physical pleasure is something that Hashem gives us and wants us to have because a person's supposed to enjoy the world in a muttered way, in a healthy way. The Yerushalmi and Kedushin very famously says that a person that didn't try out things that are permitted uh, is going to be told by Hashem, is it, was it not enough what I offered to you, what I prohibited you from? I wanted you to take the things that are allowed. And so a person needs to know that uh, we enjoy this world, we enjoy the oneg that Hashem gives us, and we thank Hashem, and we serve Him better. But there's also an idea of not getting carried away, and so therefore, when we eat the Shabbos Sudas, we start them off, by having 12, this hint to the Lechem Apanim, the 12 loaves, in order to remind ourselves that a person uh, should never think that uh, his eating is just for the sake of eating by itself. doesn't mean he can't enjoy it. It just means that he needs to keep himself in check. And what I would suggest is that uh, one of the reasons that he cut all the bread in half, perhaps uh, there was an understanding. I don't know what the girl would say about this, but perhaps the idea of cutting it all in half was to show that a person 
who is usher, who is rich, someone that's happy with his portion. And the Graz Talmud, Rechaim Velazhin, writes in Real Chaim that the word itself means your portion, your 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 smaller lot. Meaning, a person that's happy is the only one that accepts that whatever I have, I'm never going to be, if I always want more, I'm always going to want more, and I'm never going to be satisfied with anything that I have. Whatever I have is always only a chilek of what I actually desire. And so therefore, if I just tell myself I'm happy and I'm satisfied with whatever I have, then that is where happiness comes from, and that is where wealth comes from. And so the grow was saying, let's cut everything in half so that you're going to be mishameach b'chalko every time you sit down for the Shabbos Suda. Moving on to Perak Lamed Ches, Pasuk Tes, Vayasa, Chatzar, Lepaz, Negev, Temona, Kalei, Chatzar, Sheish, Mashos, Meyav, Amas. So they made the walls. The, the Grah brings down a very fascinating thing, which is that we know that every morning the Rishonim bring down that we say um, a Perak Mishnayas of Ezeo Mekoman, when we daven, Shachars. And the Rishonim, the Beis Yosef, brings down Meshem the Ra'ah, that was a Talmud of the uh, contemporary of the Ritva, and perhaps the author of Sefer HaChinuch. So he brings down that every single parak in Shas has a machlokes in it, but this parak of Mishnayis does not have a machlokes, and therefore we we quote it, and therefore we say in the morning to show that we're supposed to work on not having a machlokes and, and being peaceful people. So the Gra says a very interesting thing. There's another reason that we stuck with this parak, and that is because the Mishnayis uh, were passed down from generation to generation, and there's a Masora from them, but this is one of the only Mishnayis that actually uses biblical words, because the, it says it says in the Mishnah, Lifnim and Aklam, inside the wall. But the Kalayim, the Kalei HaChatzar, are only found in the Mishkan. That's not the way that the, the walls were referred to in the, in the base of Megash. And so this is kind of an ancient text, which is another reason that it has no dispute. Uh, it's an ancient text that's referring back to the Mishkan, and it's reminding us that the ultimate peace is found where Hashem dwells, and that is exactly what we're trying to accomplish in this world, to bring ourselves back to the connection with Hashem, in its fullest, and to avoid machlokes. Moving on to Parshas Pekude, Parak Lamed Ches, Pasach of Dalad, says, Kol hazav It counts the Zahav. And so the, med- the, the Gra brings down, there's a Medrash that says um, that Zahav, gold, really shouldn't have been created because the world sh- shouldn't be using it. But it was created uh, for the base of Mikdash because it says in the Pasach, Kol has, for the, for the big Mikdash, for the house of Hashem, Kol hazav And also it says that the Zahav Aratzahu Tov, and that's for the base of Migdash, Ahara Tova Zev Alvana. And that's a to him. And there's another Medrash that says, Why is Kesef called uh, silver? So it says, Shehichsef, because it's embarrassed from gold. Because gold, because most silver is considered inferior to, to gold. So the Gra says that um, that's why the Pusik says, Tovli Torres Picha Me'alfei Zav Kesef, that there's nothing that's more precious to us than the Torah. Because why all the ingredients. The, uh, in the world are supposed to be used for Torah. And so if you think about this idea of Kesef, that it's kind of embarrassed, it's it, it's embarrassed from the gold, that means that it looks at something that's greater in it and it becomes humbled. So so too, we're supposed to look at the Torah and become humbled. And that's the ultimate humbling. The, the Kesef and the Zav, they look at the Torah and say the Torah is the greatest. And that's Tovli Torah's Picham, Alfei Zav, Kesef. There's nothing more precious than gold and silver. And just an interesting thing when you go through the Beis Amigdash and you see all the investments that the Jews put in, that the Kalei Yisrael put in to make it a beautiful place. Of course, it was a place that brought awe and trepidation, but it was all for the purpose of serving Hashem. You should be Zilcha to do so. Thanks for joining us. For more Torah content and to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe and visit us at ParshaThemes.com.